0: Welcome to the Global Energy and Environmental Law Podcast. My name is Mariana Dellinger. I'm a professor of law with the University of South Dakota Knudsen School of Law. Today's March 2nd, 2021. I have the great honor and joy of talking to attorney Lisa Bloom about veganism. Lisa Bloom founded and owns one of the largest civil rights law firms in the US, the Bloom Firm, with offices located in Los Angeles and New York. Known for representing celebrity clients like Janice Dickinson, Black China, and Misha Barton, Lisa mainly fights for ordinary people seeking justice, especially victims of se- sexual harassment, domestic violence, LGBTQ discrimination, racial bias, sexual assault, and excessive police force. Lisa and her team have won many verdicts and settlements against high profile people accused of misconduct, including sex offender Bill Cosby serial sexual harasser Bill O'Reilly, guest CEO Paul Marciano and billionaire Alki David, as well as many multi-million dollar victories against companies and public entities like the LAPD that failed to respect workers or citizens rights. A graduate of the number one law school, Yale Law, and former national college debate champion, Lisa has been chosen by her peers as a super lawyer for the last six years straight and has a perfect 10.0 rating on the largest lawyer referring rating site, Avo.com. She has been called the record holder for the most television appearances by an attorney, ranging in the thousands, and is frequently interviewed about her cases on television, radio, websites, podcasts, and print all over the world. Welcome, Lisa. Thank you. And thanks for taking the time to be on the program today.
1: Well, it's my pleasure. Thanks for having me.
0: Sure. So um, you're proud of being a a vegan, actually. But before that, you were a vegetarian, you say, at age 16. Can you tell the listeners what made you become a vegetarian first and then a vegan for the past 10 years?
1: Well, you know, I never really liked the idea of eating meat. And I think many children go through this phase where they say, wait a second, this chicken on my plate is the same as a chicken, like in my storybook. What? Mm -hmm. And, you know, parents convince them, yes, but it's fine and you have to eat it because you need to eat meat. And Mm -hmm. well, so I did as a child. And then when I was 16, I said, you know, I looked at my dog who I loved so much And I thought, you know, I would never eat my dog. In fact, if she were sick or harmed in any way, I would rush her to the vet and do everything to care for her. And why is it any different with any other animal? Just because I don't know them. Mm -hmm. If I did know them, I'm sure I would feel the same way. So this is just wrong and it has to stop. And so I I stopped eating meat. And at that time. Uh, You know, that was what 1977. So that was like back in the Pleistocene era. Mm -hmm. And that was very difficult, actually, to be vegetarian. Mm -hmm. And there was a lot of grilled cheese sandwiches and Mm -hmm. French fries. And, um, But I did it, and I stuck with it, and, uh, you know, I really didn't, I don't know if at that time I thought this was going to be a lifelong thing, but I did feel pretty strongly about it. You know, I thought that it was okay to eat dairy and eggs because my reasoning was, well, they're not killing the animals for it, and so it's okay. Mm -hmm. And so I I remained a vegetarian for many, many years, Mm -hmm. and then about 12 years ago, I read a couple of books and I saw a couple of documentaries. Like um, "Eating Animals" was a very powerful book by Jonathan Safran Foer, and a book called "Skinny Bitch," <laughs> which mm-hmm. is about a uh, kind of a deceptive book that was—you think it's about diet, but it's actually about being vegan—and mm-hmm. um, uh, a, a documentary called "Earthlings," mm-hmm. which is very powerful, and I recommend everyone. Anyway, and I—I I just kind of thought to myself, what am I doing? Um, it's not okay. These animals are suffering tremendously to make dairy and to make eggs. In fact, probably chickens, egg laying chickens are probably treated the worst of all factory farm Mm -hmm. animals. And so this is not okay. And so I'm just going to try being vegan for a few days. It's probably very hard. And I tried it and I realized it was not hard at all. It was actually very easy. Just switch a few things like milk to soy milk. Mm-hmm. And now there's about 10 different mm-hmm. uh, dairy, uh, non-dairy milks, all of which are great. Mm-hmm. And it was very easy. And my husband went along with the, with me on the journey. And we have both been 100% vegan, you know, for the last 12 years. And I'm sure we will be for the rest of our lives. And then, you know, once you go down that slippery slope, well, what about, wool what about leather and Mm -hmm. you know we've we've just given up all animal products of any kind we don't buy any animal products for for our home or for our clothing or in a car we always insist on non-leather seats and Mm -hmm. just any time we're spending money we don't want to spend it on animal products because they are so intensely cruel and so bad for the planet
0: wow that's impressive and you touch on something interesting here, and that's uh, the notion of animal rights. And you know, in the legal world, and even outside the legal world, that's seen as uh, by some as taking things a little bit too far. But at the same time, we also know about animal intelligence, emotions, and like you mentioned, the yes. threshold for pain, um, and our in our knowledge in that area is increasing. How do you see the future of improved conditions of animal farm animals especially in the western world presuming well, that not all people are going to become vegans right now
1: Right well I, you know most people would say that they do care about animals Well being. And many people will say that they are animal lovers. And uh, people will pick one animal to elevate above the rest, like, you know, save the whales, right? Mm -hmm. The rest of them, screw them, we don't care. But save the whales, right? right. Or save the wolves, or save the elephants, or save the tigers, right? But Mm -hmm. why not extend that to all animals? And Mm -hmm. I think actually the idea of animal rights really has caught on a lot in my lifetime where Mm -hmm. we used to be seen as kind of the fringe weirdos. Mm -hmm. And now you know, people are really taking a hard look at what they're buying. They don't like factory farming and nor should they because it's intensely cruel and it has to be locked away from anybody to see it. You know, uh-huh. you drive you drive by a field of vegetables growing like strawberries or wine grapes and you think, oh, that's so beautiful, so pretty, it's all out in the open. Mm-hmm. And it is. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, your meat is all comes from these factory farms where they're closed up, they're behind walls. Many of those animals will never see sunshine or the light of day. Their babies are ripped from them at birth. A cow will scream for 24 hours when her calf is taken away. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a horrible life. And I think most people, when they see the facts, they say, well, this is wrong and I can't support it. Mm-hmm. So I, I do see a change that... Uh, people are no longer willing to accept it. And, you know, people used to say women's rights was crazy and right. and uh, abolition of slavery was crazy mm-hmm. and LGBT rights more recently. Well, mm-hmm. that's great. We can't trans rights, you know, mm-hmm. but we are always expanding our mm-hmm. compassion and our idea of, of kindness. Mm-hmm. And that's really what animal rights is all about.
0: That's interesting. And in fact, you touched on uh, on a statistic that I saw recently that um, in national polling, 94% of Americans agree that animals raised for food um, deserve to live free from abuse and cruelty.
1: Wow. Yet,
0: uh, wow. yet uh, you know, most most animals, like you said, are treated really cruelly. And at the same time, I see, I don't know if you agree, but I see a discrepancy between uh, what people say they agree with, or so they agree <laughs> these animals need to have a better life, yet... A lot of consumers at the same time will go and buy just the cheapest product possible. And granted, this is also an issue of class. Some people might not be able to afford anything else. Yes. But how do you well, see that? Do you see that as a dichotomy? Do you think labeling would well, help? What do you- yes.
1: So you put your finger on a very important issue, and that is the economy of this, the the cost. Mm-hmm. So the reason why meat is so cheap in this country is because of the billions of dollars of taxpayer funded subsidies Mm -hmm. that go to the meat industry and the dairy industry. Mm -hmm. I'm 59 years old. When I was a child, the cheapest diet was the vegetarian diet, rice, Mm -hmm. beans, vegetables. That was the cheapest. The poor of the world Mm -hmm. live on that kind of a diet, except in the United States. Mm -hmm. Why? Because my tax dollars are going to fund this industry that's intensely cruel Mm -hmm. and is a major contributor to climate change. And that's the problem. And if Mm -hmm. I could wave a magic wand and do one thing, it would be to get rid of those subsidies. Just Mm -hmm. get rid of them. Let's Mm -hmm. just have a free market. You know, Mm -hmm. by the way, it's the Republicans who are always in favor of a free market, except when it comes to the meat and dairy industry and industries that they like. Yeah. And if you really wanted to do something for human health and for the planet, you would switch the subsidies and have the subsidies go for fresh produce and vegetables and fruits and grains and beans and Take them off of the meat and dairy industry and you would immediately have a significant effect on climate change and on human health and and bring medical costs way down. Mm -hmm. But, you know, that's not going to happen. I would take just getting rid of the subsidies to begin with. However, I will also say you can still there are entire websites and groups devoted to you can still be vegan on the cheap. And you can, for example, if you buy large quantities of rice and beans, brown rice, beans, um, dried, as, as I do, because I live out kind of in the country and mm-hmm. we have big storehouses of these things, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. especially during the pandemic, mm-hmm. you know, rice and beans are still very cheap. I grow a lot of my own vegetables in my garden. You can buy seeds, you can grow vegetables, mm-hmm. or you can go to the, your local farmer's market. And especially if you go in the last hour, you get very good deals mm-hmm. and you can get huge quantities of even organic vegetables at very low prices. So mm-hmm. it certainly can be done, mm-hmm. but it's hard to compete with, you know, McDonald's and Burger King, which is on every corner and offering, yeah. you know, dollar meals. But you also have to think about your long-term health and the, the money that you save on those junk food. You know, you're going to be paying for it in your pharmaceuticals that you have to take to make up for your terrible diet, right? Your mm-hmm. medical bills, because mm-hmm. that's what you're going to have. I You know, yeah. I don't, Take any pharmaceuticals? I don't need any. I'm very healthy, mm-hmm. and the doctors always say, "Gee, you know, I don't know why you're so healthy." And I right. say, I, "I, I do. I do know why. Right? It's because I eat a whole food, plant based diet." And they go, mm-hmm. "Well, you know, whatever works." I'm like, "That's what works. That, like, that's, yeah. yes, <laughs> there's
0: yes. There's
1: science, and that's what
0: the science says." Right, right, and history <laughs> among other peoples also. But so, so you touched on some interesting things, and one is uh, one of my personal pet peeves, also the subsidies. Um, I find yes. though that not a lot of people uh, know that that's even the case Mm -hmm. so people think that you know you know a steak is a dollar whatever where the real price of it is actually a lot higher do you think there's any hope that people will find out how much we're actually subsidizing meat eaters and and meat farmers and so well, forth. Well, I,
1: I, I think you're helping by talking about it right now on mm-hmm. this podcast. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we all should be talking about it. Mm-hmm. And we should be talking about where our tax dollars go and if this is something that we want to be funding. Mm-hmm. And, you know, once we start doing these multi-billion dollar subsidies as we have now Mm -hmm. for many years, Mm -hmm. it's very hard to change it because there's so many entrenched interests who say, well, gee, you know, jobs are going to be affected, Mm -hmm. but you can retrain people Mm -hmm. just like, just like with the coal industry, Mm -hmm. you know, people try so hard to hold on to Uh, coal miner jobs, which are Mm. some of the worst jobs in the world. Mm -hmm. So yes, let's help those folks by retraining them and Mm -hmm. helping them get other jobs. We don't just abandon people, but we should phase out coal and we should, you know, immediately stop with the subsidies, the meat industry. And and by Mm -hmm. the way, the jobs in the meat industry are horrific and Mm -hmm. there's entire books being written about What it does to the psyche to have people Mm -hmm. slaughtering animals all day long, being knee deep in blood, hearing those screams, seeing the downed animals suffering and screaming and never getting any medical help and just languishing. So Mm -hmm. those are also terrible jobs Mm -hmm. and those people should be retrained for something better.
0: Yes, no, I believe it. And yeah, so we subsidize very unhealthy uh, diets here in this country and maybe other countries, but certainly in this country, sugar too is another example
1: mm-hmm. of,
0: of all the, the things that get the subsidies, other things that arguably shouldn't. Yeah. Is it difficult for you, Lisa, to be a vegan? You said it sounded like you don't think so. So are you oh my late God! At night, you know, soaking I... beans? or.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have. I have a really good life and Mm -hmm. I, I sometimes post on social media, you know, jokes about, you know, here I am eating this delicious meal. Yes. Mm -hmm. The misery and agony of being a vegan. I mean, we have... A lot of vegans will tell you that actually your diet expands a lot when you become vegan Mm -hmm. because most people eat kind of the same things over and over and over. Mm -hmm. You have your chicken sandwich, you have your hamburger. And when you go vegan, you discover all kinds of weird and wonderful things. So Mm -hmm. one of my favorite things is is to go to the farmer's market and Mm -hmm. buy whatever fruits or vegetables I've never heard of Mm -hmm. and bring it home and try to figure out what to do with it. So last week it was a cherimoya. I don't know if you know what that is. I it's don't a know. it's a Mexican thing that's kind of like an avocado, but mm-hmm. it's um it's really lovely and delicious. Mm-hmm. And I I really enjoy cooking. We have wonderful, delicious food. You can veganize anything. You mm-hmm. can have a bacon cheeseburger that's vegan, right? And we do, yes. right? Mm-hmm. You can have any kind of a cake or cookies or your favorite mm-hmm. whatever. You can mm-hmm. veganize it, but mm-hmm. you know, mostly we try not to eat junk food and we sure. eat. Very healthy. We eat a lot of grain bowls and salads and fresh soups, and uh, we we eat really really well. So no, I don't think it's hard at all. Honestly, the hardest part is knowing how easy and healthy it is, and Mm -hmm. and knowing that so many people are still choosing to subsidize these very cruel industries. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I I always think a dollar is a vote. You know, we get a chance every day to vote. We only get to vote every four years for president, but we can vote every day for for or against uh, these very cruel industries. Mm -hmm. And I choose not to give them one cent of my money.
0: That is very true. Um, and I certainly um, applaud you very much for doing so. <laughs> you mention uh, animal rights and animal cruelty. I think you've also said, or some people have said, that human rights intersect uh, with animal rights. Can you expand on that? Do you see that being the case?
1: Yeah, you know, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and Albert Einstein and a lot of other great thinkers made that connection, mm-hmm. you know, many years ago. Mm-hmm. That. It's all of a piece. You know, sometimes people, trolls on social media will will say to me like, well, why don't you care about human rights? Well, of course I do. And my my day job is that I represent human victims of discrimination, Mm -hmm. harassment and abuse. Mm -hmm. And I've been doing that for 35 years and I fight for human civil rights. So Mm -hmm. everybody I know in the animal rights community is also very committed to human rights. We're Mm -hmm. always out there at every Black Lives Matter march. Uh, You know, LGBT Mm -hmm. pride marches, disability Mm -hmm. rights, because it's all very similar. It's all Mm -hmm. about compassion and respect and Mm -hmm. understanding our place in the world is not to dominate others, not to exploit others, uh, but to live peacefully and with kindness.
0: Right. And also, you know, some people mention species. Species is mm. that, that's a mouthful, you know, isn't it? Yes, it is. <laughs> Stumble on that one. <laughs> but like you mentioned before, you know, why is you know an elephant necessarily better than a cow, or why are we as human beings necessarily better than others? It's a matter of, of species. Well,
1: and we're and we're not really. I mean, they have many skills that we don't yes. have. This, uh, mm-hmm. Animals can fly, or mm-hmm. you know, I I look at my dog who will, she'll up for a hike at any moment, like mm-hmm. it, literally at any, there's no human who I could just snap my fingers. And, yes. Right, right. I would love to go right now <laughs> okay. and do whatever you want. And let's right. hike for 10 miles and then come mm-hmm. home. Okay. Now I'm going to take a nap and I'll just be at your feet whenever you're ready. Right. And you know, just so sweet and sure. loving yep. and happy and up for anything and mm. living in the moment. Doesn't mm. If I accidentally step on her, she doesn't hold a grudge. Oh, right. She doesn't have to remind me of it the next day. Like all is forgiven immediately. Right.
0: Yeah, you know,
1: they have many qualities sure. that I, w- I would love to emulate. Yeah,
0: that is so true. And their are <laughs> communication patterns and things that we may yes. not yet even know about. So, right. so those are good points too. Um, yeah. one thing, so before I went to law school, I was uh, in uh, international communication. So I'm always a little bit interesting in how law and uh, different affairs intersect with language. So I've noticed sort of in the linguistic world, we called you know, almond milk is called almond milk. Um, so milk is still sort of a reference point. Do you think that's a smart way of getting more and more people to change over to becoming vegetarians or vegans? Or do you think it kind of still sort of looks or sounds like, well, you still have to have your milk? This is
1: you know, that it's a very interesting question. I, I'm fine with it. I know that the, actually the, the, Cow milk industry mm-hmm. wants vegan milks to stop using the word or milk or, mm-hmm. or they, you know, they cashew milk or almond milk <sighs> or hemp milk or soy milk mm-hmm. or all the mini milks. They don't like it because they're threatened because dairy sales are mm-hmm. way down because oh, people are mm-hmm. cluing into how bad dairy mm-hmm. is for you. Mm-hmm. You know, dairy is designed to get a calf from zero to a thousand pounds in about six months. It's not yes. designed for humans. That's We're the only right. species right. that drinks the milk of another animal. Right. Uh, right. And it's mm-hmm. really not good for us. Mm-hmm. So, um... I'm fine with it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm fine with anything that gets people to yeah. stop eating animal products. Yeah, so it, point, I'm yeah. fine with it. I, I think if you have to call it almond beverage, mm-hmm. it's not as appealing. Uh,
0: yeah, I was going to say that doesn't sound that good.
1: And we, you know, you put milk in your coffee, you put milk in your cereal, or I do. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I'm i okay with that. You know, mm-hmm. it's a little bit like these Beyond Meat burgers, by mm-hmm. the way, which mm-hmm. I don't know if you've had one or the Impossible yes, Burger. Mm-hmm. They're, They're very meat-like and to some vegans it's a little creepy because they're so meat-like. Yeah, even to it's the point they almost have
0: blood or, you know, it kind of looks yes, like a little bit
1: reddish. But, you know? you know, they're delicious. And yes, if they get sure. some people to replace, mm-hmm. uh, you know, eating a cow with eating uh, Beyond Burger, I- I'm fine with it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: That's interesting. Good points. <laughs> um, another thing I heard recently was that some uh, militaries around the world in Israel and elsewhere are actually uh, using promises of vegan food as a way of uh, sort of appearing progressive trendy whatever um, but one commentator has pointed out that that's a contradiction that you you know it's sort of a dichotomy to try to be ethical and vegan and at the same time trying to make people you know to lure people to enter military service where you make well, people so what do you think about so this?
1: you know which country in the world has the highest percentage of vegans per capita uh, i don't no. know it is Israel. Okay. And I was there uh, a few years ago, mm-hmm. and they also had, I think, the most vegan restaurants uh-huh. of any any country I've been to. Uh-huh. In in Tel Aviv alone, I think there were twenty seven. Wow. All we're talking all vegan restaurants. There was a Persian vegan, Georgian wow. from Russia vegan. I mean, everything you could imagine. <laughs> there was like a lesbian vegan pizzeria. <laughs> wow. wow. Hey. I'm like boy, that's very specific. That, yes. And <laughs> I so. I don't think it's to be trendy. I think it's because in Israel, you know, everyone's conscripted into military Mm -hmm. service for two or three years. They don't have a Mm -hmm. choice. And I think it's the Israeli vegans who said, well, okay, if we're going to be conscripted, you have to give us vegan food. Mm -hmm. And they also get to choose non-leather boots. the Mm -hmm. the vegan Mm military. And they provide them with non, Mm -hmm. because it's a matter of conscience. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't want, you know, a cow's skin up against me. We find that repulsive. So they're respecting it. And and Mm -hmm. by the way, Israel has amazing vegan food. I mean, they sort of have a a culture of that anyway, because they have Mm -hmm. all these delicious salads and hummus Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. pita bread and a lot of fresh vegetables and eggplant dishes. So I don't, it's not difficult for them to provide vegan meals because it's already a big part of their Ah, culture.
0: Yeah. That's interesting. I forget what the other nations were, but, um, But you are right that maybe it's just a point of, you know, a lot of people expect this. So, you know, for the military branches to go along with that is uh, in the right direction. yeah. What do you do, Lisa, when you travel? Because my husband and I have been vegetarians on and off uh, for some years. And it's always, I think, frightfully difficult when you go to even to Europe, especially Northern Europe. Not so much anymore. But, you know, when you travel to find Uh, non-meat dishes, I think
1: So, first of all, good for you for being vegetarian on and off. Thank you Mm -hmm. for that Mm -hmm. on behalf of the planet and the animals. So, here's the best tip for traveling. There's a website called Happy Cow. Okay. The cow is happy because you're not eating it, right? Mm -hmm. Mm HappyCow.com. And uh, you, it's also an app. It's, Mm -hmm. I think it's a free download. It was when I downloaded it many years ago and I use it everywhere I go to find Mm -hmm. vegan. You can filter, it'll tell you like within 10 miles, Mm -hmm. vegan, vegetarian, veg friendly, like a, you know, a regular restaurant, but they have Mm -hmm. a lot of veg things on the menu and you can find food. I've traveled to over 75 countries Mm -hmm. and I've never, I haven't starved yet. So we use happy cow, but you can also just go on Google maps Mm -hmm. and put and type in vegan near me. Mm -hmm. And it will show you everything that's close to you where you can get vegan food. Mm -hmm. I, so generally you'll find in the cities, in, in European cities, especially, there's lots of vegan and vegetarian restaurants that are completely, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, plant-based. And then in smaller towns or in rural areas, you know, you may have to be a little bit more creative, but we've yeah. always found something. The hardest country for me was, um, Argentina and Uruguay oh, yes. because it's all about meat and yes. like, they don't even do salads.
0: Wow.
1: Uh, <laughs> so wow. right. the salad so was like there. one piece of iceberg lettuce. And I yeah. was like, uh, yeah, you know, no, this, this is not going to work. No. I've been hiking all day. Like yeah. I'm hungry. Yeah. So we, uh, when we were in Patagonia in a little town, We, I went to a grocery store. Mm -hmm. I got some, I got some lentils and Mm -hmm. I got some vegetables. Mm -hmm. And then I went to the Italian restaurants. Ethnic restaurants are Mm -hmm. usually better, like, uh, like Asian especially, Mm -hmm. but there wasn't any, so there was an Italian restaurant. I went there. I said, can I speak to the chef in my sad, lame Spanish? Uh I did the best I could and explained like, we're vegan, Mm -hmm. you know, no como carne, no, no no bebo Mm -hmm. leche, whatever. Mm -hmm. And can you take, anyway. I asked him if he mm-hmm. could take that and make us something. The mm-hmm. chef was delightful. Mm-hmm. He went back and made us this delicious pasta and lentil and veggie dish that was so good. Wow. And we were like hugging him at the end Mm -hmm. of the meal. This is before COVID of course. Mm, And we were so happy. We told him, please put this on the menu and then we'll put you on happy cow and you'll Mm -hmm. get more customers because Mm -hmm. nobody around here is helping the vegetarian. And they were so excited. Wow. So I always feel like I'm an ambassador for veganism. And I know people think we're like weirdos and demanding. Mm -hmm. And so I always try to be very Mm -hmm. positive and Mm -hmm. helpful and, uh you know make a new friend sure and help them get their restaurant on the map and help them put something on the menu and so Absolutely. that's what we did and we've yeah. done stuff like that many yeah. times
0: so a little bit of pre-planning helps out like you well said, and i always to... have
1: some mm-hmm. bars in my bag and some right. nuts and some. yes
0: just in case, yeah. <laughs> all right, just in case sure, you're not like you said they're all of a sudden starving hungry that could be be worth <laughs> pre planning is easier, like you said, with modern technology and websites and whatnot. So thanks oh, for yeah, recommending so those easy. websites. So you don't think veganism is um, is a thing of the past? You think so? There's different diets. You know, the carnivore diet at the other end of the spectrum is really popular right now. No gluten diets and whatnot that come mm-hmm. and go. Um, Do you think veganism is here to stay and to expand, or what do you think the future is going to be? Well,
1: it's definitely one of the fastest-growing, you know, dietary choices, and I think that's because it's not about about losing weight or looking a particular way. Right it's about your, your health Mm -hmm. and it's about the animals and it's about the planet. And, you know, Mm -hmm. and this is one choice that you can make that has so many positive ripple effects. Mm -hmm. I mean, we haven't even talked about climate change, which I know is something that you care about very much. And I do as well. Climate crisis, Mm -hmm. I guess we should call it, not Mm -hmm. climate change. Right. And the animal agriculture industry is such a major contributor Mm -hmm. and you know, it's very difficult to reverse the effects of carbon in the atmosphere, but it's relatively easy to immediately turn away from animal agriculture Mm -hmm. and will have a very Mm -hmm. uh, big effect on -hmm. on the climate. So Mm -hmm. that's another important one. So I think especially a lot of young people all over the world who care a lot about the climate Mm -hmm. are choosing to go plant-based. You know, you couldn't this, it's like, if you care about lung cancer, you know, you can't smoke, right? If you care about the climate, you right. can't eat meat. And right. you certainly can't eat it all the time. Right. You have to significantly cut down. And yep. I would say, you know, go all the way. It's also mm-hmm. so much better. You, vegans on the average live 10 years longer. Mm-hmm. We're so much healthier. Mm-hmm. You know, we, my husband and I joke whenever we go to a vegan restaurant, mm-hmm. oh, isn't it a coincidence that everybody here is so healthy right. and energetic?
0: And looking healthy, I've noticed sometimes it seems like maybe I'm just, because I want to to get there too, but it just seems like people even look healthy, you know, more shiny eyes or skin or whatever. Maybe it's just yeah, my imagination. Yeah, because
1: it's not right. your imagination. Right. It's, it's not just living longer. It's, you know, a concept called health span, which mm-hmm. is that you're healthy longer. You're not just yes. living a, right. a life of misery. You're living right. a healthy, energetic life, you know, right. so I think. I think it's here to stay. I think I'm, you know, I'm not the only vegan proselytizer.
0: Right. A lot of
1: people who have gone vegan are, you know, sometimes we don't show up about it, but I think that's just because, look, I don't get anything out of it. You know, I don't make any money or anything from people going vegan. I just try to spread the word because Mm -hmm. it's been such a positive thing in my life. And, Mm -hmm. and I emphasize, very easy. I mean mm-hmm. you can you can Google a vegan a recipe for anything you want. You want mm-hmm. a vegan apple pie, you want a vegan cheeseburger, you want mm-hmm. vegan fried chicken, you want you can Google the recipe and you mm-hmm. will find it. You'll find fun little videos. So and my daughter by the way is, is something called VB6 which is vegan before 6 p.m. That's oh. one way to do it. Huh. So she'll be vegan breakfast and lunch and then dinner she'll have whatever she wants which oh, is okay. often often vegetarian sure. maybe yeah, fish. Sounds,
0: mm-hmm. that so like that's like one an easy way some, of getting started. Yeah. Yeah,
1: some people do meatless Mondays. So they mm, challenge yes. themselves just on Mondays. Right. You know, some people will do like vegan during the week and then on the weekend they eat what they want. I mean, as long as you're moving in that direction, right. I think it's great. Right. You know, don't right. let the perfect be the enemy of the good.
0: Right. right, right. That's so true. You mentioned climate change effects and and that is true that, you know, we know about the methane problem from cows, for instance, and just energy usage. I wanted to add to that too, the... Uh, the Farm animal industry uses a heck of a lot of water, so Mm, there's also lots of of water savings that could be uh, spent on better things, especially in the arid uh, regions like California
1: yes good
0: point lisa finally here i've seen that you uh have a list i think someplace maybe of hundreds of reasons to go vegan <laughs> <laughs> is that something that you just do for fun or well i just
1: or... so i just i i don't i don't really have a list but i do often post on twitter okay. you know reason 632 to go okay. vegan but just because i see so many reasons you know yes. the the terrible treatment of the humans who mm. work in slaughterhouses, for example. Right. Of right. course, climate change, animal mm-hmm. cruelty, human health. You know, when, when COVID first struck, mm-hmm. all of the COVID that was going around in the um, meatpacking plants. Yes. Uh, you know, South and why are we supporting this terrible industry that's terrible to its workers? Mm-hmm. Terrible. to Right. So I'm always posting, like, here's another reason. I mean, mm-hmm. there's just so many reasons. The they only are- reason... Against it, honestly, is just habit yeah. that we're we're all raised a certain way and yes. it, it's hard to change human habits. And yeah. I get that. It really um, is. But of course, you know, who's the boss of you?
0: hopefully you (laughs) and
1: so we all you know we really can change and and we all have a lot of habits that we should change honestly and you know we don't have to be perfect but if we have really bad habits that are harming us that are harming animals harming the planets you know it's time to take a good look at that and, and move in the right direction and join all of these millions of people worldwide i'll tell you that really things have changed a lot i just um I'm joining a group for a backpacking trip next month. Mm -hmm. And as I always do, I said, you know, and by the way, I'm vegan and I expect, you know, them to say like, well, uh," now Mm -hmm. the answer is always, oh, sure, of Mm -hmm. course. Yeah, Mm -hmm. we know all about it. And several other people in the group are vegan, too. Like, Mm -hmm. it's just it's just something that is very common now. Mm -hmm. So
0: it's never been easier. To, to
1: give it a try
0: right that sounds good and there's also animal products I will personally add as a little anecdote in more things than you'd expect um, in wine for instance did you know that they use animal uh, products I'm sure you do as a preservative
1: I, I did know that oh, yes so I was out vegan at, uh,
0: yeah, at girls night out um, some years ago with a friend who asked for vegan uh, wine and the bartender got all upset which I thought was very unprof- <laughs> unprofessional but almost like she was pulling his leg and I must admit I kind of thought too hmm, is this really a thing or not, and so I checked it out. So yes, there's animal products even in wines. So yes. So be careful out there. But uh, <laughs> but anyway, Lisa, this has been great. This has been a lot of very good information for our listeners, um, and I hope they'll take it to heart. I know I'm certainly going to check more into this and move in the right direction. So well, thank. Good
1: us. for you. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's thank been a real pleasure. I appreciate it.
0: Thank you so much. All
1: right. Take care. Bye bye.
0: This was an episode of the Global Energy and Environmental Law Podcast. My name is Mariana Dellinger. Today I talked to Lisa Bloom of the Bloom Law Firm about veganism. Thank you for listening.